Hello everybody, welcome back to Discussing Doodles. The podcast where we talk about an animated movie from a different animation studio each week. Before we begin, we just want to say that some spoilers will be ahead. So if you've yet to see this movie and don't want it spoiled, stop listening now. Final disclaimer, when we get excited, we tend to swear. Although we talk about family movies, this isn't a family podcast. You You have have been been warned. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to Discussing Doodles. I'm Mark. I'm Luke. I, I struggled to remember the name of our podcast for a very slight second. <laughs> That's fair. I think you're going to struggle to remember your name. So I'll I, do that the name on a regular of our basis. podcast is better to forget than your own name. <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> <laughs> so it's season finale time. Whoa, that's true. I didn't even think. Yeah, so Rude. last episode of, of season three. I enjoy a season finale because it feels like we've been working towards something and this yeah. is kind of it. So, yeah, and you can look back on everything. Yeah, exactly, and yeah. see see a real picture of of uh, of. <laughs> I don't know where I was going. You're with right, that. <laughs> yeah. you're a brain fart. Yeah, my brain's been farting all day, <laughs> all year for me. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, so last week we talked about uh, Charlotte's Web, which we was I think we both uh, said that it was cute. Yeah. That was about it. That was about it. It scored 62 <laughs> out of 100. Yeah, that's a, that's a moderate score. It's and I think right. that's Hanna-Barbera's best so far, isn't it? Yes, and it, it was the one I enjoyed the most. I agree. I agree. We did, we did both mention last week also that we think that Yogi Bear might be our big mistake. Yeah. Do you know what it was as well? I was thinking about it. And looking back on it, I think... You, you as well, but me a little bit, but you majorly. I think we were just excited because we had Despicable Me before. I think we were just excited to have a traditionally drawn animated movie to discuss. And I think we got so excited about it. I think you're probably right. You know, that's that sounds about right. Um, So, you know, maybe one day we might have to look at uh, maybe rectifying that. But um, yeah, maybe we'll we'll get to that at a later stage. Yeah. Um, But but this week... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Neutron, boy genius. Boy gene. <laughs> <laughs> what did you? What were your sort of uh, sort of thoughts? Uh, my thoughts were almost very similar to Charlotte. You know, I thought it was cute. I did have a good time while it was on. Am I going to remember it for the rest of my life? No. Did it blow me away? No. But did no. I hate it? I don't think so. No, it was it was watchable for yeah. the most part, wasn't it? Yeah. Um. I mean, it, obviously, we come off the back of the last two seasons, our first two seasons. The final episode was a Rugrats movie, um, yeah. both of which blew us away. And in season one, Rugrats took the win on the mm. last episode. Um, Rugrats in Paris took the win on this, the last episode of season two. Yes. Um, I don't think that Nickelodeon's going to do that for a third time in a row. I don't um, think Jimmy has the power that the Rugrats do. Definitely not. No. Uh, I think maybe, like, obviously because we, we're talking about Nickelodeon, who are basically the distributor of these films because, it, because they play them on their TV channels and stuff. Yeah. Um, but we know that Rugrats was made by a studio called Klasky Shupo. Yes. Um, and this one was made by O Entertainment or Zero Entertainment, I don't really know which one, and DNA Productions. So I think what we can actually sort of digest from this is that Klasky Shupo are the geniuses they're what we like yeah not nickelodeon yeah 
yeah so that's 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 my um sort of before we jump right in that's my uh my my um oh my god what <laughs> is happening with my brain <laughs> You're struggling, aren't you? that's what i think that's what i think okay mm-hmm. um i love that for you <laughs> yeah. i think you're probably right to be fair definitely the people who created the rugrats must have that edge mm. that we enjoy you know yeah. um but yeah like i say jimmy doesn't quite have what they have but like i said i don't hate him i <laughs> didn't no. hate the film <laughs> no 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 me neither um should we talk about the story then shall we yeah. Um, shall I slip in my Jean? <laughs> yeah, you love your Jean. You slip your Jean all over the place. I do. Um, so it's an American computer animated science fiction comedy film. Okay, I think that's a good good description of it. It's a lot of boxes ticked as well. Mm. Um, the, the basic plot for those who have yet to see the film, and probably never will, here's your plot for you. Uh, Jimmy basically has an argument with his parents and he sneaks out to this amusement park with his friends and they kind of wish that they don't have parents they wish for their parents to be gone and meanwhile while they're at the amusement park their parents are abducted by aliens so their wish kind of comes true (laughs) and uh jimmy realizes what's happened and it's kind of up to him and the other kids to get the parents back yeah that's the gist of the story isn't <laughs> yeah. it and they yeah, go well to i mean more happens i mean they go to fucking space to get their parents back from aliens but yeah that's the basic gist which is a nice enough plot line i enjoy it as a plot yeah it was very silly yeah it's like that's the thing this, the comedy of this film was so stupid yeah but i kind of didn't mind it because no, i definitely... think it was meant to be i think it's very deliberate i don't think it's that they tried and they failed they tried to be really funny and they failed. I think they tried to be stupid and it was stupid. They definitely, it was definitely aimed at a, a preteen boy audience. Yeah. Um, in fact, at some points, I I got a bit ang- angry at Jimmy because I was like, stop being so sexist. Yes. But then, but then I was like, actually, you think that, that he is meant to be like what, like a ten-year-old boy. True. And ten-year-old boys, they hate girls. Are sexist, they hate yeah. girls. Yeah, so I, I, I guess that's probably why. But um, but yeah, that, that's definitely Jimmy's age is def- definitely the demographic that this is made for. In sure. how silly the comedy is, and yeah. just in in the sort of subject matter and stuff. Yeah. Um, unlike the Rugrats, I found I found yes. that this didn't have that layer that adults can enjoy too absolutely that's something you know what I mean? gets so correct it's a hard yeah. thing to do to um please both well not both all age ranges and yeah. rugrats do it but jimmy definitely doesn't yeah and there, there are some other great examples of uh, you know pixar always managed to do yep. that for they sure always get that right ardman get that right yeah um and i think rugrats is a is a good example of getting that right jimmy not so much they jimmy definitely so much. have their target audience and that's who we're going for absolutely um, do you have any kind of backstage gossip about I do. The, the story stuff? Um, cool. So the idea for Jimmy Neutron basically started in the 80s um, by a guy called John A. Davis, who wrote and directed this film. Right. Um, so in the 80s, he had written a script about a guy, a little boy called Johnny Quaza. 
Um, and it was called Runaway. Run. I can't say my R's lately. I've turned into Run John- I've turned into Jonathan Ross. <laughs> I really have. Runaway Rocket Boy is what it was called. That would have been difficult for Jonathan Ross. <laughs> Runaway Rocket Boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite good. Thank you. Um, it's because I've turned into him. It's because I can't say my R's anymore. Oh God. Um, and years later, John came across the script again and decided to revisit it and rebrand it and redo it. And it sort of became Jimmy Neutron and had such a big success with this film that the adventures of Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius came, which was a TV show as well. Um, and he, John was very much inspired by his own love of science fiction. He's quite a nerd. He was very much into things like Thunderbirds. Mm. Um, so he kind of wanted all of that sort of vibe to be in it and jimmy has a friend called sheen who is obsessed with this character called ultra lord and he has all the merch and he's watched all the episodes and that was very much what john used to be like so a a lot of him is within it if that makes sense right um and yeah and i believe he asked i can't remember if it was his daughter or just some other child um what they would invent if they could invent anything and the little kid said the what is it the burp soda the soda that makes you burp oh yeah so yeah. that came from a genuine child okay yeah that makes sense to, so he's you know. he's got things of like what he enjoyed when he was a kid and what kids of the more modern time would have enjoyed as well and sort of incorporated it all together so i think i kind of appreciate john in how he made it all yeah i think it no. sounds quite cute and he sounds quite passionate about what he did yeah it's good that it comes from a place of love rather than commercialism and i I would say that jimmy neutron was never over commercialized was it no i wouldn't say so um i was aware of it and i used to watch the show yep me too um, you know but it wasn't like it was this this huge minions type no to make loads of money out of it so yeah it was definitely coming from a place of love which is good yeah definitely um so that's kind of all the backstage stuff i have but i have something to question with you and it might just be because i wasn't watching the film hard enough (laughs) okay (laughs) but you know jimmy gets um arrested by the like aliens and imprisoned um and then later on they escape and he has his little um weapon that he's made that can shrink things and make things bigger and stuff and he turns himself into the size of a planet to scare off the aliens um that weapon he has was it confiscated from him because if it wasn't why didn't he just make everyone really small when they snuck out of prison (laughs) that's an excellent question i don't remember whether or not it was confiscated because if it wasn't jimmy needed to use his boy genius brain a little bit more i was gonna say that's not very genius it's not he could have literally i was thinking if he's got it on him he could just shrink himself shrink everybody else he could slip through the bars and be done easy peasy yeah no i don't that was my little plot hole i picked up on Hmm. unless it was confiscated and he got it back but i don't recall that happening neither do i Neither do I. I mean, there were a few. I mean, let's be honest. It's not like it was a a, a particularly realistic film, was it? No. <laughs> I mean, these kids were in outer space, breathing, breathing, and they were riding like rides from the amusement park to get there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had no like yeah breathing apparatus or anything. They were just yeah. like riding through space <laughs> like it was going down the road. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think we can really uh, True, talk I can't about apply realism. Logic to it, can I? There is no, any. absolutely not. <laughs> Okay, do you have any idea what you want to score it for story? Um, I will probably give it, like, um, I'm wavering between six and seven, because I think it's very innocently enjoyable. Mm. 
you know i think it's supposed to be a fun little ride and it definitely was that i think i'm gonna say six okay that's fair um i'm i'm probably gonna be a little bit harsher than you today and i'm gonna give it a five uh, just because i think it was pretty much just middle of the road yeah um what what was it we said about open season check your brain on the way in check your brain on the way in yeah that's it It, it's about a boy genius but you don't need to be a genius to enjoy it to watch it It, there's not much going on really (laughs) he doesn't even use his shrink ray to get out of prison what an idiot also he never brought his teacher back to the right size Did not? No, sh- he shrunk his teacher and then like she was fighting off this like caterpillar that came out of her apple and then that was like the last we saw of her. I'm sure at some point bef- between the movie and the TV series she's back to normal. True, she, I... is, she is in the show. Yeah, I, was say, I definitely remembered her. Yeah, me too. But I was just like, I expected that scene at the end where he sort of went back, made her big and was like, sorry. <laughs> but it never happened. <laughs> okay, um, characters then. So walk us through it, Luke. We've got, uh, I guess the main three are like Jimmy, his friends Sheen and Carl. They're mm-hmm. kind of like the the trio. Yeah. yeah. And there is a character called Cindy Vortex who acts as both a rival and a love interest. Yeah. All she, at the same time. She was my favourite character, I think. She's a good character because of her, what she stands for. I think being a rival and a love interest makes her really interesting. Yeah, it does. I, I like the fact that, you know, sort of at points of the film, because of the rival side of things, she's kind of like a an antagonist, and you know, like in the classroom, she's winding him up and things like yeah. that. And they're having their debate. She's almost as clever as he is. Yes. Um, but then, like you know, when things are serious and you know he needs a, a bit of a talking to, she's the one that does it. Yeah. And sort of like you know gives him the the inspiration he needs to be Jimmy Neutron and stuff. So, yeah, I thought she to me she was the best character. Yes, Cindy Vortex was good. Um, we had Jimmy Neutron's parents, Judy and Hugh. Right, they um, were the. Uh, sorry about this, but I I just couldn't get over it. They were so flipping ugly, aren't they? I think like I mean, this is something that does connect Rugrats a little bit. Nickelodeon, if you think about Jimmy Neutron, Rugrats, Wild Thornberries and stuff, they like ugly people, don't they? They actually do. Like yeah. other than like Avatar, which is a beautiful Nickelodeon show. Yeah. The rest of the Nickelodeon stuff's pretty butters. It is, yeah. Like they're <laughs> ugly people. But but the Judy yeah. and Hugh were Judy particularly was really great. <laughs> yeah, she she was kind of like um, I don't know how to say it. It was like somebody had put Christine Baranski through a blender and then tried to reconstruct her. <laughs> They <laughs> they reconstructed her badly. If that's the case, yeah. It was. I I just found it weird, and, and I, I, we'll touch on it more in animation. But I felt like the models for the kids almost looked like they were from a different film to the models of the adults. Yeah, they were almost a completely different style. Yeah, um, and it yeah that kind of was a, a little bit jarring to me. I think. Yeah, that's fair. I see that as well. Um. And then we had alien characters, King Gubot and Ubla, who were voiced by Patrick Stewart and Martin Short. Amazing. Somehow. <laughs> and um, we had some other good actors in their voice actors. Jim Cummings was Ultra Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dee Bradley Baker and Corey Burton did a few bits. And so did Frank Welker. Go on, Frank. <laughs> He's been in like every film since Road to El Dorado, I'm sure. I'm pretty certain he has, you know. 
It's going to be a shock when we do a film and Frank Welker isn't in it. Isn't part of it. And I might mark it down because of that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, where was Frank? Get Frank on board. Um, so they've got some good voice people in there. I think like Patrick Stewart and Martin Short were the most obvious because mm. uh, they have very iconic voices anyway, which is why they're so good to play animated characters. But like we were saying, Frank Welker and Jim Cummings being on board yeah, that's that's always a good good shout. You can I mean, never go wrong two, with those two. Yeah, they're, like I said, they're pretty much voice acting royalty, aren't they? Aren't they? Like, you're going to get variety with those two. So yeah, absolutely. So I rate those bits of the cast, and like the characters were were good enough for what they needed to do. I and thought ev- the... everyone had a thing to do, which I liked. Yeah, well, I thought I was gonna, just going to say I thought all the characters were voiced really well. That was one thing I really liked about yeah. it. Is I thought the casting of the voices, Jimmy, Carl, um, Cindy, like all the, yeah. the the way the characters all spoke, I thought was really really good. Yeah, it was actually, and yeah, everyone had something to do. Nobody was overly redundant in the story, other than the parents, but they kind of had to just be <laughs> taken by aliens. That was kind yeah. of what drove the plot. Yeah. So I think I think it was pretty good character wise. Yeah, I agree. Um, not too mad at it. Did you have a favourite character? Um, I think I agree with you with Cindy. To be fair, yeah. she she is interesting in the fact she's um, like a rival and a love interest. I think that's really interesting. I mean, it's not quite the same, but it's almost the level of Angelica with the Rugrats. Like, she yeah, will, she will bully them, but if someone else dares bully them, it's like uh, step down. That's, my that's job. always an interesting type of character, isn't it? It is, um, isn't it? That kind of. I, I don't know what you'd call them, like a lancer, like they kind of are part of the group and they are a good guy, but they have like these sort of bad guy tendencies. Yeah, like little traits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love that kind of character. Yeah, it makes for an interesting character. So yeah, I'd probably say Cindy was my standout as well. Cool. Do you know what score you're going to give the characters? I think I'll give it a seven. Okay. Because I like them and I like the cast. Cool. I'm going to follow the trend of what we did for story and give one less and give it a six. six. But I think that's, that's fair. They were just slightly above average for me. Nice. Okay. Animation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, it was gross. It is it? quite ugly, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it was just... Uh, it, I mean, obviously, this is like 2001, so it's still relatively early days for CGI. Yeah. Um, this actually was the first ever CGI movie that was done using off-the-shelf software. Do you know how when we talked about um, Illumination, used a program oh, yeah. called Maya? Um, this this is similar. Uh, this is the first ever animated movie that did that. So, um, sort of, I, I guess, in a way, started a trend for sort of cheaper animation. Movies. Yeah, I guess that was also to tie in with the fact that they were going to do a show. Yeah, um, so it's uh, so all the characters were modelled in a program called Lightwave. Um, they were rigged and animated in a program called Messiah, and then the finishing touches were done in Adobe Photoshop and Maya, which is what they use for illumination. So um, it was basically all of those things I mentioned. You or I could go out and buy. <laughs> that's so weird which is bizarre isn't it um, yeah none, none of the software was made for this movie whereas when you talk about pixar movies or even Disney oh, yeah cgi movies or or even dreamworks or, or whatever a lot of the time they are using software that they have specifically developed themselves yes. for this movie whereas with this they literally just 
bought the software <laughs> and yeah. went with it. So that, that, that's that's a big sort of difference, I think. And I, I think that's what gives it quite a cheap look. Yeah. Um, but obviously it's not, it's not made to be an animated masterpiece. It's not made to no. be a work of art. There's a difference between movies. There's kind of uh, three types of, of animated movie, I guess. There's the type of animated movie which is aiming to be this, this beautiful work of art, um, which your Disney's and your Pixar's and your DreamWorks, that's what they're striving for when they make their movies most of the time. Um, then you've got this this uh, sort of marketing machine where it's just to sell stuff, which Disney and Pixar are guilty of doing too. Um, yeah. But your you know your illuminations and and stuff are, are famous for that. And then your third movie is um, just for fun, and I think yeah. that's what Jimmy Neutron is. It was it, it worked as a pilot really for the TV show. Yes, yeah. Um, but I think uh, ultimately nobody went into this movie making animating it thinking oh this is going to be a beautifully wonderful animated movie they were just saying that's kids are going to probably enjoy this a bit yeah like you yeah. know what i mean so the animation wasn't great and like i said the, the the models of the parents and the adults they looked so shite i yeah i couldn't believe it when we first went the start of the film when you got jimmy in the in the rocket he, Jimmy yeah. looks okay. Jimmy's well modelled. He look, he looks good. Yeah. Um, Carl looks a little bit rougher. You can see the amount of time that was spent on different characters. Mm. But then when we first go to the home and we see his parents, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, they look yeah. dreadful. Um, so yeah, the animation wasn't great. It, it it didn't ruin the film or anything. No, but... I mean it did what it needed to do. Yeah. Um, but but I can't <laughs> I can't justify giving it a. a a big score. No. Um, so, what did we give Open Season for animation? We both gave it a three, didn't we? Did we? I, um, okay, I'm I'm going to give it a two for animation. Okay. I think I'll go for three, but it is it is the worst bit about it. I think. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, two and three. Well, we're following the trend of you giving one more than me each time. We are, aren't we? <laughs> Feeling generous today. Um, so what did you think of the soundtrack? Uh, it was all right, you know. I have to say, I think I enjoyed the song choices more so than the background music. I agree. Um, but I also wasn't mad at the background music. I kind of got at some point Star Wars and Back to the Future vibes. And I think that was very deliberate, particularly yes. in the opening when he was out in space. I think it was supposed to sound like those sort of things. I definitely um, got Back to the Future. Yeah, I did big time so uh the soundtrack was done by a guy called john debney who has done quite a bit actually he's done background music for hocus pocus inspector gadget emperor's new groove spy kids cats and dogs princess diaries snow dogs elf and chicken little okay um and he also helped and collaborated on the uh toby Maguire spider-man trilogy with danny oh, elfman yeah and he did some bits for iron man 2 and he did some bits for the background music of the greatest showman so he's done a few collaborative bits as well yeah he's got a good um so he's got a good, good cv yeah good resume <laughs> yeah yeah for sure um and then we had some good bits of music featured like kids in america that we got the beat one. was good as well yeah um and the jimmy neutron like theme tune they had so uh but kids in america was really good kids in america will always remind me of the digimon movie 
Is it um, in that? It's in that because obviously in the Digimon movie, the kids go from Japan to America. So it's in, in that. Oh. Um, but it will always, always remind me of that. And um, that made me chuckle because obviously we're doing the Digimon movie for the next special. We are. Um, so I was like, oh, that fit, that song's going to be in like two two films in a row, basically. <laughs> a little running theme. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I, I, I enjoyed the song choices. Kids yeah. in America was definitely the best one. That was when they were like flying into space on there. Yeah. Without their masks on there. <laughs> without them mask or anything <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah no the song automatically put a smile on my face just yeah. for the song yeah me too um but no i thought it was a good i thought it was a good soundtrack it, yeah background it, music did what it needed to do uh the songs were really fun yeah. um the yeah the music wise it was a good time i thought it was a good time. It's a good time. Thoroughly, um, thoroughly fun. Thoroughly, thoroughly fun. Again, it, w- it wasn't like anything blow you away, give you goosebumps, amazing bit no. of music, but it was fun. Thoroughly, yeah. thoroughly fun. Thoroughly, thoroughly fun. Th- oh, I can- oh no! We should have left it. We should have just yeah. done it at the one. Just done it once <laughs> and then left it at that. Um, what do you think you're going to give it score wise? I think I'll probably go for a six. Okay. Um, I'm going to break trend now. And I'm going to agree with you. Interesting. Give it a six as well. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Don't I say enjoyed it. it. Don't say it. <laughs> it was thoroughly, thoroughly fun. There we go. There you go. Um, Legacy. Legs. <laughs> Legs. <laughs> Legs. <laughs> um, it's got a TV show. Yeah. Which I would arguably say is more famous, but maybe that's just in the Reed household. But I've maybe. always known it was a TV show. I didn't even know a film existed. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, having a TV show is, is a pretty good legacy. I think this was also nominated for an Academy Award. Oh. Um, so that's something. Yeah. Um, obviously it didn't win. I didn't quite check what did win and we normally do that so i'm sorry about that bad research on our (laughs) side um it had a theme park attraction did it i can't remember where oh it's probably like universal or something yeah but it lasted a long time it was like i think it was like 10 years or so i think it opened around 2001 and closed around 2011 okay yeah um so it had it it had a decent run of a theme park attraction somewhere i don't know where and apparently there was a cancelled sequel. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't really know what it was about, but I think we gave Dumbo some some points for having a cancelled sequel. So going off of that, yeah, I think it um, gets at least one point for having a cancelled sequel. And I do think that a lot of people of our generation, if you just if you just pulled someone like your your age over in the street and you said, yeah. "Do you remember Jimmy Neutron?" Yeah, they'd probably go, "Yeah, I remember yeah. Jimmy Neutron." I think so. Do you know what I mean? So I think it, it was big enough. It had yeah. it had a it was it was known enough for people to be like, yeah, I know what that is. I think I was uh, reading about how they when they came up with Jimmy as a character, they described him as um, one third Bart Simpson, yeah, one third Albert Einstein, <laughs> yeah. and one third Jim Carrey. And I thought, Interesting. that's pretty cool, actually, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good way to describe your character to people. Yeah. Um, but no, I, th- I think, yeah, I think if you think uh, a nomination, a TV show, a cancelled sequel, a theme park attraction, and most people would probably know who you're talking about. Yeah, it's I'm going to give it a five. One I was for each of those. exactly the same. We agree at the end. Wicked. <laughs> there we go. 
I keep using the word wicked. I don't, it, like, it's, you know when words like sneak back into your vocabulary? Yeah, it sounds I used very to, old school. Wicked. I used to say it when I was like 13. I'd be like, yeah. oh, that's, that's wicked. That's that wicked. Um, but I've like people like like my boss will say to me, oh, Mark, can you do this? And I'll be like, yeah, that's wicked. And I'm like, why am I saying that? But now I've noticed other people around me have started saying it. Oh, are they so doing like, that thing where they've spent so much time yeah. with you, they're doing it? I told my boss I'd done something the other day and he was like, oh, wicked. I was like, oh. Oh I like noticed it. I was like, oh my god, it's catching on. It's catching the wicked bug. It's definitely an old school word for me. That yeah, yeah. That's but... wicked. That's wicked. That is. But I love it. I don't know why. <laughs> it's, it's just. It's, I don't know what caused it. It just snuck its way back into my vocabulary out of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, you can't. You can't put logic to anything within lockdown. That is you very can't true. explain anything. It's very it's very true. Probably the least crazy thing you've done for a while so don't worry <laughs> yeah <laughs> um okay shall we do some mathematics let's do it let's do it okay so for story you gave it a six i gave it a five all right for characters you gave it a seven i gave it a six mm-hmm. for animation you gave it a three i gave it a two okay for music we both gave it a six. Oh. And for Legacy, we both gave it a five. All right. That brings Jimmy Neutron at a 51. 51. Bless it. I mean, I think it's all right for Jimmy. Yeah, um, I think it's so quite too. sad for like Nickelodeon, considering what a run it was on. Yes. To yeah. drop from 82 to 51 is quite severe. But in terms of the legitimate movies we are scoring, I think it's correct yeah i think so too i think um it i obviously the animation was a big thing that sort of brought um jimmy neutron down yeah it was um, the worst bit i think yeah uh but i think yeah i think that's fair i think that's that's yeah. that's good please i'm not mad fair. at it i mean Bless it's not him. quite the grand finale we got the last two seasons <laughs> no that was so nice to end on such a high <laughs> wasn't it um but you know it's 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 fine that's a good that's a good score to um, be fair when lamb for time and toy story 2 both got 80 i was like that's it we're not topping toy story 2 or lamb for time in series right. 3 i think we had a couple of times where if, if it was going to happen it was it would have already happened by now maybe like quest for camelot or yeah or something would have been the, the the chance to do it for sure um but I think it's been a really strong series. Obviously, we haven't had a new overall winner, but we've had some really, really good movies this series. We have. I've really enjoyed it. And we've had some new records. We've had new bottoms. We have. We have <laughs> indeed. Yeah. So a new bottom and a new second to bottom as well. So yeah, um, we've had some really crap movies this, this series as well. It's so been it's... up and down and all over the place. It has. But the winning movie this season is The Land for Time. It is. John Bluth. So I'm pleased with that because it's one of my favourite movies of all time. It is, isn't it? You do love that. I do. So, yeah. Happy, happy days. Happy with series three. That's so weird that we've done it. Not that we were happy with it. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So obviously we're going to do what we always do now and take a break for a week. Have a Um, Kit Kat. Have a Kit Kat. We'll be back with a two movie special in a couple of weeks time. Um, and then we'll have another little break before we start season four, um, which uh, coincidentally will be airing basically on our first birthday of 
making this podcast. Oh my god! So it'll be a whole a whole year of discussing doodles. What the fuck? <laughs> it's mad, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> um, I can't believe. So the special we're going to do this time is we're going to do what I will call the monster movies. Um, but essentially they are what other people call, I disagree with this, but other people call them like Pokemon ripoffs. Oh, uh, yeah. They're not. They're their own things. All right. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, but we're going to watch the Digimon movie and we're going to watch the Yu-Gi-Oh movie. Um and we're going to score them and see how they uh, stack up against the three Pokemon movies that we've already done. Oh, yeah. Um, which will be, be interesting to see. Um, it will. Have you seen both those? Well, I know you've seen the Digimon movie. I because... have never seen the Yu-Gi-Oh movie. Neither have I. Um, so it'll be quite interesting. Uh, but I have seen the Digimon movie multiple times. See, this is the thing. So the, the Digimon movie for me is one of those movies. And I don't know why, because I, when I really think about it, I don't think it's actually that good. Um, <laughs> But I've watched it so many times that I pretty much know it word for word. Yeah, I think you do. Um, and I, I, I could probably sit here and quote the whole movie. <laughs> I um, don't know it word for word, but I have seen it more than once. But the Yu-Gi-Oh movie, like you, I've never seen it. So it'll be nope. interesting to see how it, how it stacks up. Literally. Um, and then obviously, like we normally do, we'll, uh, we'll talk through uh, the, the running order for the, for the previous series and talk through what we're going to do for series four as well. Gosh, it's all happening. Lot to do. <laughs> <laughs> no rest for the wicked, bruv. Wicked, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> all right, great. So, Luke, um, in the meantime, where can we find you? Oh, yeah, forget we do this bit. Um, <laughs> at Lukey Reed on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And on YouTube, we did our last ever Discussing Doodles draw off. Last ever. I made that sound really final. <laughs> Didn't you? Didn't I did. You? Didn't, didn't you? You're like didn't so shocked. You? I yeah. it sounds so final. Um, the last draw-off for the foreseeable future. Yes. Due to coronavirus. But hopefully one day me and Mark will be allowed back in the same room. Yeah, so we did We did it for six movies in Series 3. Um, yeah. Hopefully we'll get to do it for a few more in Series 4. Um, That'd be nice. But... No We're promises. Not make any promises? <laughs> no. If you, if you want to contest it, go and speak to Bojo. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, check but, the videos out if you haven't already. Yeah, that was really good fun, and um, I'm not going to give away the the score, but it is a competition. Um, True. So we were in competition throughout the the six episodes. So we were. Um, go and check that out, and uh, let us know who you think was the winner. Oh. There. <laughs> Marshall, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at actuallymjr on Twitter and at actuallymjr underscore 2.0 on Instagram. Uh, if you search actuallymjr in Letterboxd, you'll find all of the movies in a nice, handy, seeable list. It's uh, going so well. <laughs> I, I sound um, like a cow. <laughs> it sounded like Jerry Halliwell. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's my favourite video ever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is chaos. We need this to end is just it. Just sent it into madness. <laughs> uh, make sure you follow the show at Disc Doodles on Twitter, uh, where we will. <laughs> we is it? Yeah, no, you confused me then. Oh no, <laughs> we'll update you with all the shit on there. So go over there and follow us and say hello. Hello. <laughs>
Um, and if you have enjoyed uh, this series of discussing doodles and you haven't listened to the first two, go back and listen to those as well because binge. binge. There's so many episodes now. So There's many. Forty-two episodes or whatever plus specials. So go Maybe and knock yeah. yourself out. Loads. <laughs> yourself out <laughs> what weird expression and knock yourself out yeah <laughs> <laughs> why would you actually do that no because then you couldn't listen to it yeah true don't knock yourself out just go and enjoy discussing doodles Have and if you do enjoy time. it leave us a good review on apple or spotify wherever you get your podcasts um yeah. just because that really really helps us somehow I don't know how all the magic computer <laughs> stuff works. But Me neither. It's beyond help. us, but do it. Leave a good <laughs> review. Tweet about us. Everything. Yeah. Do it. And let us know if there's any animated movies that you're super desperate for us to do in discussing doodles, and we'll um, tell Never you that we're not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the same wavelength. That's terrible. <laughs> and with that, that's the end of series three. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Oh, we'll see you in the specials. Yeah. Bye. Good, good night and God bless. <laughs> good night and God bless. Fuck off.